On the Newman Jets Audio Network, this is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you by South Central Ceiling and Paving, online at scsealing.com. Mel Hambledon Ford, Pepsi, Eck Agency, Donlinger Construction, Big Corner Creative, Dr. Brennan Lucas and Advanced Orthopedic Associates, Keystone Solid Surfaces, and by Overland Charters, the official transportation provider of Newman University Athletics. Here's the voice of the Newman Jets, Blake Cripps. We are down to the stretch run in golf next week. Both the men and the women will be at the MIAA Championships. Men are heading to Blue Springs on Monday the 18th. The women, they will not have to go nearly as far. They'll be right back up the road at Sand Creek Station in Newton, the site of the regular season finale of the Newman Invitational held last week on Monday and Tuesday. And that is good news for our first guest here on Episode 67 of the JetCast, a 5'1 freshman out of College Station, Texas, who shot a program record 5-under-67 on day one and finished in second place at the Newman Invite, Felisa Sahulga. We welcome her as our first guest on this week of the JetCast. First of all, congratulations. Also, we, we also have to mention the reigning, and I don't think they'll do another award. Coach Torgerson's joining us next, the director of golf off camera. I don't think there's another award this week, so she will be the reigning MIAA Women's Golfer of the Week. How does that sound? Thank you. That sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> yeah, it sounds pretty amazing. Uh, the day of the tournament, when you got out there on the course, when did you know, like, all right, I got my A-plus game today? Well, I so the practice round, I got injured. Well, not really injured, but I extended my tendon on my wrist. So that was all I was thinking about. But I knew I had my game coming in, too. So I was just playing like what I could do with my wrist for now. So. And obviously, if you are watching this, which you can on the Newman Jets uh, Facebook page, we link it to YouTube. You can search Newman Athletics on YouTube. So you will actually see if you're watching the brace right here, which I saw out in the hallway before we came in. I'm like, okay, that's not going to work. We can't have that going into the championships. What it, what's the pain level like, and and how did you injure it? Was it just is it just an overuse kind of injury? I think it was definitely overuse because I practiced the day before the practice round, so I think it led up to that. But it wasn't as painful because I caught it on early, and I knew I could not get far worse than that. So. Coach and I just try to treat it as best as we can. So with with that being the case, how do you have to go about kind of managing your practice rounds? Obviously, having a week off was probably a really, really good thing for you to, to give that some extra time to heal. Um, as you've got this week off, championships are next week. But how is that going to – how are you going to have to taper or manage your normal practice schedule with your wrist? Well, um, I've been going to treatments with Cam at um, the training – at sports training and um it's been getting a lot better with the treatment we've been doing and uh, we're hit, we're going to the course today so i'm gonna hit for the first time since last week so it should catch up i'm just i just know i know my game very well and i've had i've put some limits to it with my wrist but I, it should be fine so we will see how that turns out in practice this week what do you think is the strength of your golf game right now uh, so far, it has been putting and my ball striking. Those were just my two strengths I tried to use throughout my the last tournament just to be able to cope with my wrist. And that actually was leading into my next question. 
at a course like Sand Creek Station, because I'm sure a lot of people who are watching have probably played up at Sand Creek. It's so convenient, easy to get to for golfers down here in Wichita. How do those strengths help you attack that course? Well, uh, being from Texas, we're not used to the wind here. So <laughs> definitely throughout this year, I've learned how to cope with the wind and just learning because the wind's definitely stronger here than where I'm from back home. And um, I think practicing at our home course at Reflection Ridge, knowing the wind, I think coming to Sand Creek, I knew like with my ball strike and putting just how impactful the wind would affect it so. and the, the like earlier this week uh the wind was forecasted i think on tuesday it was forecasted to be like gusting to 40 miles per hour what's the wind normally like in in texas you know because being from kansas this is just well yeah it's kansas and it's windy what's it normally like in other places it only for us it would be bad if it was 20 miles per hour now like to me, really bad yeah like really bad so like to me now it's not as bad so the first time that you stepped on the have you had any conditions i mean i know that the second round of the newman invite was significantly more windy wasn't it i i knew it was going to be worse i just didn't expect it to blow it that hard how how was it was it over it was over 30 that day wasn't it I'm not sure. I just remember the f um, the front nine I played, it wasn't as windy. Mm -hmm. It was kind of compared to the first day. So I was like, okay, I think I should be fine. And then I got up to the 10th hole, and the wind just blew, like, into me. Like, <laughs> usually that means the ball can't go that far at all. Sure. And once I hit my tee shot, it just blew, and I just, yeah. That, it was just windy. So there. the first time you stepped out, whether it be for a practice round or on the tee, and, you know, it's buffeting you at, at 35, 40 miles per hour as a player who's never experienced that before. How did you handle that? How did, how did you process that moment mentally? Um, I normally just, of course, I take in, like, in account of the wind. And then, honestly, there's kind of like math going into this, like with how far I hit and like – yeah, your, yard, your yardage Yardage, yes. Just trying to figure out, okay, what club can get over this win or, like, can, like, go against this win. And it just varies on the win. Like, I checked, the, like, the Weather Channel app, of course, shows, like, how much wind it is. But it can change, like, once you're on the course. So I can only know what was the night before. And, sure. Yeah. Well, and it's not like, you know – people who just watch the masters you know you guys don't necessarily have caddies out there to help you with all these calculations you guys mm -hmm. are out there on your own and mm -hmm. it's however you know whatever you're thinking you don't have a second opinion to bounce ideas off of mm -hmm. i mean coach will come by once in a while to help bounce off and we just try to discuss and try to agree with like what the course conditions are but um i think her coming in once in a while just for reassurance helps especially with all like all of my teammates we all need that reassurance just to make sure that we're playing the right play. In your first year of collegiate golf, what's it been like uh, being coached by the director of golf, Coach Torgerson, over there? It's been really great. She she gives out drills that help with our weaknesses, and like she'll try want us to help each other improve like our weaknesses so that with our strengths. And um, I know she pushes pushes us harder in workouts and just encourages us to practice. Um, to help each other out with our we our weaknesses and like using our strengths to help. Now I I've never been to College Station. I know it's a college town. I'm assuming yes. being from Texas, there are a lot of golf courses in Texas that are available to play, probably in that area too. I would think. Mm -hmm. How did you get into golf as a young girl? When when did that happen? Was it something that happened young for you? Was it a middle school, high school thing? When did you start? Um, I started when I was seven. 
Pretty um, young. My cousin uh, flew out to North Carolina for the U.S. Kids World Championship, and I don't remember how, like, I wanted to play. I just, my dad just told me that I just wanted to play from there. <laughs> I don't really remember, but my dad does. So it's all thanks to dad. Yes. Uh, so straight up, let's say a neutral site course, one you both know well, one in Texas. You or your dad, uh, who who you got? Uh, are, 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 can you beat dad at this point? Not going to lie, yes. <laughs> he um, He's just been coaching me throughout sure. my life, so he's more of a coach. But um, And that's okay. Yeah, but – my brother also plays golf too, so just oh, do you, what about you and your brother? Um, I think me. I'm just yes. Obviously, I don't you, like you, say I don't like saying that. I mean, but. that's okay though. If, if it's true, yeah, that's that's absolutely okay. What have you been able to play Sand Creek Station a lot? Um, no, not really. We went there over spring break to play, and that was when I kind of pretty knew the course because then we went to play at the practice round. And sure just getting to know the course so what courses do you play a lot do you get out and golf any of the public courses around here um, i've just been going to reflection ridge where we practice at okay and um, that is a popular I've, destination i've practiced at um auburn hills um i've been to our team has been to Teradyne to practice before and yeah. So n not necessarily courses that you're going to see specifically, but d how does it help you to go and get a look at different courses to get a variety of different, you know, pin locations, hole types, and, you know, different cuts of green? How, how does that help as you go out to courses that you'll be playing, especially this year as a freshman that you've probably never seen before? Yeah, uh, grass here is definitely different. Um, I'm pretty sure we have bent grass, right? I'm pretty sure it's Bent grass, yeah. Yeah, there's different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think there's a variety. It's different. And uh, back home, we have Bermuda Bermuda grass, which is like majority of Texas. So it was definitely different. But um, I think it helped a lot going out because Texas only has one type of grass. And coming out to Kansas, there's like many different types of grass, and that was just what I was getting used to. And then especially the greens and pin locations. It's kind of different from Texas. It just varies by course. And then the wind was just what I was mainly getting to know. So. What have you been working on in your own individual game? Uh, I've been working on short game, putting, definitely my irons. Uh, my driver, just my driver will be on and off, but definitely my driver's work. I'm working on it so far, and it's getting better. Is, are you looked, looking to add distance, or are you trying to get it, get it on the fairway more? Hit I'm more just fairways. trying to get it more on the fairway, yeah. Um, distance, I, I've worked on distance a while back, but I think now it's just more consistency. Do you, would you consider yourself to be a control player or, or more, more of a power player? Uh, I think more controlled in a sense of power. Um, I don't think of power as much. I think of just consistency, trying to get it to the hole and trying to get it to the fairways. Yeah. Now, are you a golf fan? Did you catch any of the Masters uh, oh, this weekend? Oh, yes. Rory and Colin Morikawa's chip-ins on hole 18 was amazing. <laughs> I freaked out. Oh, I, I watched it live, too. I literally sc I screamed in my door. Wow. I, yeah. Yeah, I, I, can, I can understand and appreciate that. <laughs> it, what are... Do you have any favorite golfers? And they don't have to necessarily be men's golfers. Do you have oh, any yeah. men or women's golfers that, that you really follow and maybe try to pattern your game out of? Um, I think Rory McIlroy is one of them. Um, more of just patterning out my game with. And then 
they're more of patterning up my game with. There's Lydia Ko in LPGA, and there's Jack Nicklaus, and then um, <laughs> those are three good more, targets. More of just my favorite players. So those are just from like trying to get my game with. Sure. But I have like my favorite players. There's like Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, yeah, Rory, Colin. Um, just more of like, and then Tiger Woods is everyone's, of course. I mean, but yeah. of course. I mean, what an exciting weekend for him to see him out there and actually get to compete a little bit. Mm-hmm. So uh, you've got a little bit of time here before the MIAA championships, which are coming up on the 21st through the 23rd. So it's a three-day event out there at Sand Creek Station. Uh, you know, championships coming up. What are your goals? What goals do you have for yourself individually because it is an individual sport mm-hmm. but obviously it is also in a team concept and uh, you want to use that home field advantage that you guys have to, out there being so close to home um so my goal for myself is just trying to um, increase the strengths that i have and then um with my weaknesses i'm just trying to um trying to improve my weaknesses from there and then in the tournament just use whatever I have my strengths and just mentally just be patient with myself because I know I want to play perfect but at the end of the day you just have to use what you got and um yeah and then for the team I just want to put Newman I just we just want to put Newman up in our conference just let it be known for our athletic program and 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 for you obviously uh as you practice plenty of ice over the next week and a half as well (laughs) Felisa Sahulga freshman out of College Station and she will be leading these Jets the MIAA Women's Golfer of the Week once again the women will be in action the later half of next week the 21st through the 23rd at Sand Creek Station best of luck to you thank you so much for being on the show thank you for having me speaking of of next week, uh, that's not the only MIAA championship. It's going to be a very, very long week for my next guest, Terry Torgerson, the director of golf, and I'll explain why right after this. Where can you land the best jet swag? The official online store of Newman University Athletics and UJetsGear.com. Store features the greatest variety of Jets logo gear anywhere. The latest clothing styles and hats to Newman branded lawn chairs and office supplies and more. And UJetsGear.com is your place to purchase sports specific, alumni, parents, and hard to find Newman merchandise. Shop right now on your computer or phone. And UJetsGear.com or click the Shop Now button at NewmanJets.com. Hey boss, the backhoe was stolen from the valley job. Great. And our computers were hacked last night and they got some of our clients' information. Seriously? And your wife called. She said the dead tree you were supposed to tear down fell on your neighbor's roof. Ah, what am I going to do? I'd call Eck Agency. They're great at providing insurance solutions to protect your business, work comp, home, and autos before these things happen. Call or text Eck Agency at 316-303-1905 or visit eckagency.com. The Newman Jets looking to control their ball flight coming up next week in the MIAA Championships, the regular season in the books. Both the men and the women next week will be in action and with a very, very long week because the men will actually get started Monday through Wednesday and then the women will follow the next three days after that. And uh, I mean, I don't know for sure, but I'm assuming that uh, the director of golf, Taryn Torgerson, going to have plenty of responsibilities for both the men and the women at the MIAA Championships coming up here next week. Uh, I know you're looking forward to that. First of all, regular season in the books. Welcome back to the show. 
Thank you so much for being here. Uh, what are your thoughts on the regular season uh, now that it is complete for both the men and the women? Yeah, um, it's crazy it's, that we snapped our fingers and we're done here with the regular we season. Um, it seems like we just got back from Christmas break, but um, it's been good. Um, we've we've had some you know growing pains with with the men's team, especially. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they can do at the conference championships. They posted a really good round, 299. Um, their first sub-300 round, I think, of the season um, in their final round um, up in uh, Central Missouri's tournament, the Mule, last week. So that's a really good um, thing to build on moving into the conference championships. And then our women have just had a really, really good spring. Um, we've had some – really good finishes. We've played against some really, really good competition, some of the best competition in our region and even in the country. Um, we've been paired with some nationally ranked teams in Division Two, so that's been really good for us to kind of see how we go toe-to-toe -to -toe with them. And we've had um, a couple sixth-place finishes, an eighth-place finish um, against some really good competition. So really looking forward to, to what's to come um, this next week for both squads. Obviously, the most recent event was the one that you guys hosted, the NU Invite up at Sand Creek Station. You just heard from the second-place finisher who led after the first round and is the MIAA Women's Golfer of the Week, Felisa, obviously uh, leading the way for you, but eighth place at the NU Invite. Uh, how did you feel about the ladies at that performance at their home event? Yeah, it was good. Um, we were sitting in a really good place after day one, um, tied for third. Um, obviously, having a 567, um, using that in the team score helps. Um, <laughs> so um, cr credit to Felisa for that. Um, she really had it going on Monday and played really, really good golf. I knew that she had it in her. It was just a matter of when it was going to come out. So um, for her to do it at our home tournament on the course that we're going to go play conference at was really, really cool. Um, but we sat, we were sitting in a really good spot and, you know, we've had a couple tournaments this spring where we've played really well day one and then just kind of haven't put it all together in day two. So we've kind of been talking about that as a team and how we can move forward and making sure that we are recovering and our bodies are ready and our swings are ready and our minds are ready and all of that for, you know, putting consecutive rounds and consecutive days together. As I know, conference will be actually an additional day of 18 holes than we're used to. Uh, we usually play three days of 18 holes, including the practice round, but conference is a three-day event with the practice round, so that'll be four days in a row of 18 holes, um, which is just not something that our bodies and our legs and our minds and everything is used to. So just trying to figure out how we can put um, consecutive rounds together, but I think we had five or six nationally ranked teams um, in our Newman Invitational, um, and we were competing toe-to-toe -to -toe with those teams, which was really, really cool. We were in the final pairing on on day two, playing with Roger State, who is probably one of the best in the region, if not the best. So to play with with girls like that and on a really tough golf course um, was really, really cool and, and a good learning experience, I think, for everybody. You mentioned the men at the Mule at the Central Missouri event uh, in Warrensburg. They finished 21st. What allowed them to have a strong end of the season and, and try to build on that? How do they build on that going into the championships? Yeah, it's been, you know, it's been a struggle at times. Um, we've, we've put some good rounds together, but not um, in consecutive days, which I think um, my assistant, uh, Matias Nelson, is the one that's been traveling with them the most. And I think, you know, through talking with him, if they could just put, you know, one and two and three rounds together, um, we could finish a lot higher than we are, but we kind of dig ourselves a hole in the first round or two. And then um, even though we come back in round three and play a little bit better, usually we're just kind of so far 
down that we kind of can't dig ourselves out of that hole. So I'm hoping that the last round that we shot, um, being that 299 at the Mule, will kind of jumpstart us into next week, and hopefully they can kind of use that as some momentum. Um, the weather um, is looking decent this week, so we should be able to get outside every day this week and get some good practice in because I know that's been an issue this spring is we've been inside and outside and, you know, trying to keep our hats on our head with the wind blowing and all that kind of stuff. So um, if they can get out and get some good practice and then just kind of go out there and relax and play, um, I think they're, they have the potential. It's just all five of them playing good on the same day. And there's always that occasional spring snow to uh, contend with <laughs> as well here in Kansas. Obviously, have to ask you again about Felisa Sahulga, MIAA Women's Golfer of the Week, and you know, just an outstanding two rounds that she put together, including a program record best round of that 67 in round one. Uh, th- that had to be just incredible to see what allowed her to just put everything together like you mentioned that you thought that she could and have a round like that and now as a freshman have the best round in the history of Newman women's golf yeah it's incredible I mean she's she's a special player and she has been since the minute she stepped on campus the first time that I you know watched her at a tournament I was like wow there's there's a lot of good things here um, and, and, you know, she's had freshman growing pains just like the rest of them, and she's kind of battled through that, but she's really, really strong in her mental game. Um, so even throughout the round, I mean, internally, I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's three under. Oh, she's four under <laughs> now. You know, I'm going crazy internally, but she's just, you know, cool as a cucumber. Like, this is my everyday type of stuff you know so that was really cool I didn't really feel like I had to really you know bring her back down um she was kind of just playing her game and just taking it one shot at a time and then at the end of the round when she shoots 67 and I told her she had a program record then the you know the squeals came out and all that kind of stuff so she was pretty excited which rightfully so um, and that's a, been a goal of mine since I got here is to build this program and to, you know, improve it from what it's been the last few years. And it's players like her that have made that happen, along with the other, you know, freshmen I have in the program and my couple upperclassmen. Just collectively, this group has just banded together, and this program is headed in a really positive direction. And Felice is kind of leading the charge on that. But, I mean, everybody else is kind of, you know, learning from the example that she's been setting. She practices really, really hard, and she's always wanting to get better. I mean, even after the 67, she knows that she can still get better at things, which is hard for a lot of players to have, you know, a flawless round like that and still feel like, you know, you maybe left some out there. Um, So – um, she really leads by example, and the other girls are continuing to get better as well. And having that kind of preview, if you will, um, last week at our at our home event um, leading into conference, I think it's going to be a really fun week next week, just allowing them to play a course that they're familiar with, um, sleep in our own beds, and, and kind of have a, a home field advantage, um, if you will. And I think it'll be really exciting and exciting things ahead for them. And I think that uh, also, and Zach can correct me from behind the camera, I think the first ever MIAA Women's Golfer of the Week in the history of the Newman Jets as well. So yet another thing, another notch on her belt. Let's talk about some men's golfers. You mentioned that you feel, feel like as a team, things started to turn around and you you saw some positive signs at the Mule, their regular season finale. Who have been some of the golfers on their team or maybe the guy that's been the leader for them as they try to take a step up at the MIAA Championships next week? 
Yeah, I mean, throughout the year, Ty Wilson's kind of been our leader in terms of um, scoring-wise. Um, he posted, I think, 72, 73, 72 at the Mule. So put three solid rounds together, which is which is really good. I think his finish still wasn't super high just because the competition that was at that, I think there was twenty over 20 teams in that event, which is just unheard of in a college tournament um so there was a lot of really really good players and a lot of really good teams that he was playing against so um but to put those rounds together was really good and um he just didn't get a lot of help the first couple rounds from the other guys and just they just couldn't really put it together but then um everybody was kind of able to put it together to shoot that 299 in the last round so he's kind of led the charge a little bit he's had his struggles but um, he's kind of um, put his um, foot on the gas and kind of knows that, you know, his career is coming to a close and he wants to finish on a high note. So I've been proud of the way that he's kind of went out there and kind of left it all out there for us and posted some good numbers. And I'm I'm really hoping that he can end his career on a high note um, next week at, at the MIAA championship. So, the, which brings us to next week. And I mentioned that it was going to be an especially busy week for one Newman director of golf. The way that the MIAA actually uh, or organizes their tournaments is they will have the men playing their event is in Missouri it's in Blue Springs and we'll get some information on the course in just a second Monday through Wednesday but then the women are going to be here in the Wichita area up at Newton from Thursday through Saturday so obviously uh, you've got a long long week how do you kind of divide your attention between the two clubs most programs have separate coaches for the men's and the women's teams and that's across the country but it's not unheard of for a single coach to do both and so you'll be able to do both thanks to how they have it set up but uh, the drawback is obviously that uh, it's going to be a lot of golf for you to watch and a lot of rounds for you to try to keep track of this week isn't there yeah no doubt um i am uh thankful that they are kind of spread out a little bit i know last year i was i went from you know one one place in Oklahoma to the next from men's conference to women's conference to coach both teams. Um, this year with having my assistant, um, he's been really good at traveling with the guys and they're kind of in a routine with him. And I had planned to go up to Missouri and kind of drive myself knowing that the final round for the men is on Wednesday and that's the practice round for the girls. So even though the competition days are spread out, the tournaments do overlap, um, which does make it kind of difficult. Um, but through talking with him, um, we just felt that it was the smartest thing to do for to have him take the guys up to that. Um, so I'm not leaving the girls here for four or five days on their own while they're preparing for their conference championship. So we're going to kind of keep it how how it's been throughout the year and let um, Coach Nelson take the guys up to their event. I'll help him, you know, prepare and help him prepare the guys and make sure that they're ready to go. Um, but I am going to stay back here in Wichita um, with the girls and help them practice and prepare and make sure they're ready to go for – um, that um, it it does stink because I would like to be you know here practicing with them and coaching the guys it, at the same is time. Is that hard? Are you are you someone who can take her hands off? I, I think for a lot of coaches that would be difficult because they want to be there. They want to be in the game to game and look at the hole and say this play it this way. Uh, and I think there would be other coaches who would say, you know what, I I can I can delegate. That's part of my responsibility as a director do you feel like i i wonder how you will be on monday and tuesday when the event is going on and you're not there 
Yeah, it, it's hard. Um, luckily, you know, Matias has done a really good job. He knows the game really well, and I trust him um, with the guys to, to do what needs to be done. But, you know, my favorite part of the job is being out on the course coaching in competition. So I wish that I could be there um, helping them and coaching them through that. Um, but, I mean, the girls also have a really special opportunity coming up playing conference on their home course. Um, so I feel like um, I need to be here with them, helping them prepare. Um, so it's not ideal, um, obviously, but because um, Matias is going to help me coach the girls at conference, and he's not going to be here to help them prepare. So we're both kind of wishing that we could be two places at once, which is not really possible. But I think we're going to make it work in the best way to be fair to both teams and to make sure the guys are ready to go and the girls are ready to go and um, that we are um, not spreading ourselves too thin. Um, so it is hard, but I do trust um, Matias. He's done a really good job this year with, you know, traveling with them and coaching them, and they respect him, and he provides them a lot of good feedback and a lot of good coaching um, in competition. So I know he'll prepare them really well once they get there, and I'll help him, like I said before. Um, but that is that was a hard decision because, um, like I said, I was planning on going and coaching them, but then when we got to thinking about the girls kind of being on their own here, um, if they have a hiccup or something in their game that they need help with and they don't have a coach to turn to that's in the state of Kansas, it's kind of hard <laughs> to make them feel comfortable. I want them to be as comfortable and as confident and prepared going into Sand Creek as possible, and I don't think um, both coaches being away is the way to do that. So we'll make it work, and um, hopefully both teams can go um, continue to do their thing. Well, and obviously, it being at Sand Creek Station, Sand Creek's probably not going to be hosting the MIAA championships every year. So for these Jets, it's probably going to be the only time they can play the MIAA tournament here as a kind of a home event. So it makes it even bigger. So with you being here, all your focus uh, focused on Sand Creek Station, do you anticipate that there will be a different kind of a setup than they used for the first one? Will they cut the holes, the pins differently? Or do you expect that it's going to play pretty much the same as it did for the Newman invite? Yeah, I think there'll be um, definitely there'll be some different pin placements um, for the conference championship. And I know some of the tees will be moved around a little bit. Um, I know we we want to find a balance between making the course scorable, um, but also, you know, letting the the really good players kind of shine and separate themselves. Um, So um, actually how they do it is a group of us coaches kind of get together and kind of set it up how we would like. And then we kind of communicate that with the golf course. So we do have a call coming up this week um, with some coaches that played in my event last week to kind of discuss what we liked, what we would like to see change, what we think would be a cool, you know, a little addition for conference. You know, having a couple risk-reward holes kind of thing is also something really good. And then having a hole that's a little challenging that shows its teeth a little bit and kind of allowing players to, you know, make plays, if you will, um, when when it's important. Um, So I think it'll be set up. There'll be some similarities to it, but – as you know, living in Kansas, one day from the next could be totally different in terms of wind, <laughs> wind direction, temperatures, all that kind of stuff. So all that will play a factor in how we set it up and and how we kind of approach it. But there will be some similarities, but it will also be a little bit different because we want the conference championship to 
to be a conference championship sure. and for the, t- the true champions to rise to the top. Final question for you. Expectations for both teams, goals. Uh, what is your expectation for the men in Missouri? What are your expectations for the women as they defend their home course? Yeah, um, for the men, um, just to continue the momentum of that 299 round at the Mule uh, last week and kind of carry that into conference. Um, this is a course none of us have ever seen before, so it'll kind of be a new track for for us to kind of get the lay of the land of. So hopefully they can get some good preparation in the practice round on Sunday and kind of get a good game plan. And just my goal for them is, you know, they've had a challenging year, and I just want them to go out and just relax and have fun playing golf and not make it any more than it is. Um, so I hope that they can go enjoy it. Um, and just knowing that it's their last tournament is, is hard for especially seniors like Ty, who, you know, doesn't get to put on the uniform anymore, just to enjoy it and leave it all out there and just have fun playing golf. Um, as, in terms of on the girls' side, um, they have a really special opportunity with it being at Sand Creek. I think they're excited. A lot of our girls really like that course. Um, and I've had a lot of success on that course in my playing day, so I love that course as well and feel like I know it um, really, really well. I've um, been able to prepare them and can coach them really well on that course, which is super nice. Um, some of the pins that are that were out there at my event, you know, I remember playing them in, in certain tournaments that I sure. played, so it's kind of funny to kind of go, go take a trip down memory lane, but we have some some really cool things ahead of us and just knowing the course I hope that we can kind of use that to our advantage and just relax and go play and we've showed this spring that we can compete with anybody in the conference and in the region so um, my goal for them is just to put you know consecutive rounds together instead of playing you know having double digit differences in our team scores is kind of putting things together and you know whatever happens at the end of the day happens but um if we can go out and put one foot in front of the other and take it one at a time i think we'll be okay real quick before we let you go qualification for the next step of the postseason how does that work individually how does that work on the team side yeah, so uh, regionals is um, a really cool thing. Um, I believe it's it's either eight or 12 teams make it from each region, and we're a part of the central region. Um, and then as far as individuals, six individuals from every region that are not a part of the qualifying teams make it as well. Um, Felisa is sitting in a really good spot right now um, individually after our event, so hoping that she can you know put some good rounds together um, coming up here at Sand Creek and for her to get a bid would be really, really cool for our program and just for her and just a big testament to the work that she's put in. Um, but you know her and I have been talking, and you know all she can do is what she can control. She can't control what all the other girls out there are doing. So I'm hoping that you know that she can put herself in a position to at least you know get talked about um, a little bit in in terms of having a shot at making it. But that's kind of how that works, and they kind of go off of strength of schedule. Um, they look at scoring average a little bit, but mostly it's just like head to head and how sure. she has played against other individuals and how our team has played against other teams. And so that's kind of how those those regional bursts work. So um, it'll kind of be a wait and see game, but she's done everything that she can control to put herself in a good position to have a chance. So might she be dancing in a couple of weeks? We're going to find out once again. It is the MIAA championships, the men in Missouri, Monday through Wednesday, and then the women at Sand Creek Station Thursday 
through Saturday next week. Sand Creek Station, of course. Zach, I'll have it all covered for you. NewmanJets.com as the Jets wrap up the season. But uh, maybe, hopefully not. Hopefully one more week for the Newman women. We will see how it all plays out. Uh, Director of Golf, Taryn Torgerson. Uh, I know even though you're not traveling, still going to be a busy week. Thank you so much. Best of luck to all the Jets on the course next week. Thank you. Appreciate it. We'll be back next week with another JetCast. And I believe we're going to have some more softball on the agenda next week. And so we will see you then. Until then, Blake Cripps saying go Jets.